Hello, I'm Serena Dot Ryan, and welcome to the C Digital Clearly Show. This show is dedicated to inspiring action. Each episode, there is an interview with a thought leader doing great things with digital. They will share their insights and experience to get you inspired and focused to create the life you want thanks to digital. This episode, Andrew Pickering and Peter Gartland of the famous Andrew and Pete join me. We are excited. We're ready to go. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. I love that, you know, I'm the first cab off the rank today with you guys and it's nice and early for you in the morning there. Yeah, super (laughs) early, super early. I am halfway through my coffee, so we are good to go. A few seconds ago and I I was still in zombie mode, but now... Now we're fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it that moment when the caffeine kicks in. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Make the most of that energy hit. So as you know, this this blog well, this podcast for me is I really want to help people see the reality of digital and that it's actually here to help us, not overwhelm us in our being able to achieve our goals in life. Mm. And I found it quite fascinating how you've been able to build yourselves up with an amazing, I guess, profession in using digital. I have a question for you. Is this something that you always dreamed that you would be doing? Like, what did you actually want to be, you know, when you were a kid and you said, what do I want to be when I grow up? Was this even on your radar? (laughs) Well, we're 90s kids. So I feel like we just, we were growing up when like digital wasn't huge, but it was growing. It definitely Mm. kind of like came in our time, but it definitely wasn't something that, like a 10-year-old Andrew and Pete were thinking, we want to be in digital marketing, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually wanted to, as random as it sounds, I wanted to own like a chain of really fancy hotels. I don't know why. And still to this day, I I love staying in hotels. He does. It's just a weird little obsession. I don't think I've ever said that on a podcast before. So there's an excuse for you right there. (laughs) You might find this really... Um, yeah, sorry, carry on. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm blown away. Were you a fan of Michael J. Fox? Michael, I don't know who, Michael J. Fox? Yes. Which one's Michael J. Fox? <laughs> there was this classic 90s movie called The Concierge. And oh, yeah. uh, Michael, I haven't seen that one. I need to go check this one out. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I've brought this up, because I just I can't believe you've just revealed that you wanted to own these hotels. Because for me, uh, I had this um, dream to be a concierge in a five-star hotel and it started when I watched this movie called The Concierge because I was fascinated by it. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely have to watch it now, mate. Yeah, well, now when I get my hotels, you've got a job. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) You're on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if this all goes to pot, there's digital marketing malarkey. Yeah, that's how that's how yeah. fun be. <laughs> I, for me, I uh, I always wanted to be a rich businessman, um, and I always, um, but I also wanted to be an explorer. 
I was fascinated by like exotic animals. And that I was like, like a kid show, a rich businessman that's actually an explorer. Mm. <laughs> <It is. laughs> I uh, I had loads of exotic animals when I was growing up. Like I had snakes and spiders and geckos and all sorts. And um, I always told my parents when I was really young at the time, I was like, well, when you die, which I thought would be like soon, uh, we're going to turn the house into like a, an exotic pet, pet into. And then we could like just charge people to come in and we'll make loads of money. Mm. But I actually live there. So I thought that would be really cool. So that was me. I think both of these sound much more exciting than what we actually do now. So mm. I feel like we've gone wrong somewhere yeah. down the road. <laughs> I have to ask though, it's like, do you have any exotic animals now? <laughs> I don't anymore, unfortunately, no. <laughs> One day. Andrew's more than enough. <laughs> we should so get an exotic animal for the office. We should. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I want to hear when you do. That's a I great idea. Yeah, but yeah, an easier one mm-hmm. than a turtle. A goldfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you obviously weren't thinking too much about digital marketing at that point. When did you decide or when did you first notice the value of digital marketing? Hmm. So we saw it as like, we saw this as like three, th- three tiers. So... To start with, we always wanted to run like a scalable business model. So for years, we were trying to like develop an app, um, and then like like a, like a social network, and, and we, we were toying around with all these ideas. But we knew at the heart of it, we always just wanted that scalable business model. So to do that, we knew we had to be digital. We knew we had to use the power of online, and we knew there was potential. So we saw the value in it, but we couldn't quite get any value from it yet, if that makes sense. Um, and for years, we were using social media, we were email marketing and stuff like this, but we didn't really see that much value in it in the sense of ROI. Like We spent way more time doing digital things than getting a return back from digital things. Um, and occasionally would get like the odd person that said, um, oh, I love your newsletters and I've been keeping in touch for years and now I'm finally ready to buy. And so there's things like that that, you know, paid off. But most of our business was from referrals and networking and things like that. And it was only till we really started to do content marketing properly like, and create more unique content that was, it was more on brand, more us. Mm-hmm and a little bit different to everyone else. And it was only really then when we saw the, the real value in it, mm-hmm. in digital marketing, in online, in content marketing, um, because that's when people started to fall in love with our brand. They became fans of us. They started following us more intently, sharing stuff, and obviously, more importantly, buying stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and that's when our subscribers went up and, and things like this. So... Um, we really started to see the value when we started to put like a unique spin on our content. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when, that's when it really hit home for us because now we get to the point where um, we, people, people are coming across us, they're hearing about us, they're, they're finding us in search, they're binge watching our content, they're downloading some of our freebie guides, they're getting involved, they're getting our newsletters. 
And then before they know it, they've bought something and they're sharing loads of our stuff. And we're like, we don't even know this person. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's like the epitome of it, right? That's what we all want. Mm-hmm. And that's when we really started to go, yes, like this is it. We've made it. Like this is now we just need to like build on this, mm. keep replicating it. It's just a completely different ball game. It's like you can go to a networking event and you can talk to 30 people for an hour and that's it. Or you can create a video that can get watched a thousand times and mm-hmm. it doesn't die. It's got the potential to get watched another thousand times and another thousand times and another thousand times. Exactly. I think that's the real value that we see in digital. Yeah. If you go networking as well, it's a room of 30 people. You're only really going to talk to like five of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and not even for that long or you might get like the 30 second pitch to the room mm-hmm. but what if you could have you know a five minute video pitch to a room of a thousand people and that's the difference between you know networking and finding online basically mm-hmm. so you make a really great point there it's like to scale that up you've got all those people to see you and I guess it's great to be able to create your own video and you hope that a lot of people will see it. Mm-hmm. The, we know that so much content's being created these days, you've got to have cut through. And I love yes. that point you make about being different. How did mm-hmm. you go from not being seen to suddenly you're standing out in the market? Like what was it, you know, you decided to do, like to share with those who are listening that made you stand out? Okay, so it's funny there. So I'm just going to take it back to networking for a second because when we went networking, that worked super well for us, right? Because we didn't just stand up and do the same boring 30-second pitch. We would stand up and we would throw chocolate across the room (laughs) or we would take indoor fireworks or we would dress as zombies. And this was like we were fresh out of uni, right? So we were 21. We were two like young, crazy guys that would go networking and we built like a huge reputation for us and being these really fun guys. And we were like loving it. We were having like a ball. <laughs> and all we really did was apply that same principle to the online world, right? Yes. So we're not saying go crazy, dress like zombies and create videos. We are saying like be true to you. So have some kind of personality. I think a lot of people will look at their industry and they'll just copy what's being done, and they'll think, that person's successful, they've done it like that, so I should do it like that too. But all you're really doing then is just add into this social media content marketing kind of noise, where for us, we kind of stood back and we thought, right, why do people like us when they meet us in person? What kind of qualities would they say we have, and how do we apply that to our online content? So for us, it is very much kind of about being fun it's about breaking some rules sometimes but it's also about like inspiring some action as well so we don't just want to inspire people and kind of leave them we want to actually tell people how to actually go about and kind of do this stuff and that's what i think we've done in the offline world and it was just applying that to our content so we were doing a ton of blogging before that but the blogs to be honest like were really boring and we look <laughs> yeah. at some of them now and we think oh we just cringe when we read them so we think, oh, this is so not us but uh, i love we- that you started from what you're saying you've instead of talking you've actually been doing so you've been able to learn to share it mm. yeah exactly i think that's important for anyone 
like it's not going to be obvious what to do till you do it. I think that's what we've learned. So, mm-hmm. and it was actually we were at this Seth Gordon event, and he really inspired us when he said. What is actually, how did he, he phrase it beautifully? And I'm going to completely fail at phrasing it as beautifully as he <laughs> did. But he basically said, what if something goes wrong? Like the cost of that failure of that video not going down well is tiny, right? So what are you, um, what are you scared of? Yeah if, it, yeah, if it goes horribly wrong and nobody watches it, nobody watches it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows that you're a failure because it doesn't get seen by anyone. <laughs> it's like if a tree falls in the forest, did it really fall? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember that video we made, Andrew, where we went absolutely mental? Yeah. It's like, nobody saw it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally joking about that. That's a great tip. Looking for a random video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just imagine, right? What's the worst that could happen? It's mm-hmm. so interesting you say that because I, I, on my way to social media marketing world where I met you guys, I mm-hmm. said, right, I need to do a few more videos. So I set up um, in a cafe at the Sydney International Airport with my tripod and my phone and my little lav mm-hmm. mic. And I was in this cafe with people walking past. I did a Facebook Live. And I had people walking past. I'm getting all these looks. And it's like, well, I'll just do it anyway. And the comments that came underneath it was, that's my worst nightmare. And I can't believe you're doing that. And I could never do that with these comments from people who are watching. And I thought, well, <laughs> I'm not, it's not like I'm skydiving because that's not something that I would do in a hurry. Like that's probably going to scare me a bit more than sitting here doing this video, but it's amazing how people can scare themselves so much into not doing anything. Yeah. Mm. That's very true. Very, very true. I love how you, (laughs) you've just put it out there. You're right. You're inspiring me to do more videos. I love it. Yeah. I'm liking that. I'm liking that. Maybe that's our personalities, I don't know. We love horror movies, so, yeah. We love being scared, maybe. <laughs> I, think I love the idea of doing the zombies because I know some networking events can be quite uh, staid. Would be the oh, gotcha. To be fair, it, it was Halloween. Yeah, it was just Halloween. Out, uh, <laughs> it wasn't like the middle of summer yeah. or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we actually got business from that event from a guy who he just thought it was hilarious and he was like, I need, I need some help. So we, we, we like signed the contract and we were emailing back and forth. And then the next week we saw him at a networking event, uh, like a mini conference. And we walked up to him and we were like, Hey, and he was like, uh, do I know you? <laughs> he didn't recognize us. <laughs> you said, that we're the two zombies or register? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just said, and he like, it clicked. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. For the record, that was Andrew pulling a zombie face as well. <laughs> <laughs> is my audio zombie not good enough? I feel like that came across <laughs> Thanks for the visual there. <laughs> now, I have to ask, setting up your own business, like, I think it's known to be pretty challenging. Um, mm-hmm. mm. 
would you say you've found most challenging with you doing your business? One of the hardest things for us was um, focus. Mm. So we spent a good few years, like basically wasting our time um, doing little bits of everything, trying to make some money here, a bit of something there. And we had all these different projects going on. Um, and not, nothing really was making a lot of money until we put 100% of our effort into one thing and one thing only. And I think that's, that's a real key. And every year we get more and more focused on what we're actually doing. Mm-hmm. And every year it helps us to make more money and get further and have more success because we can put 110% effort into one thing. And I think that's really helped us. But you're right, it is, it is really, really hard. And I think one of the, the biggest issues for people is just patience. Mm-hmm. Like you can't expect to, to go from zero to influencer overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially it takes now. 10 years it takes 10 years to become an overnight success mm. is like one of the quotes I remember. I don't know who said that, but mm. it's quite, it's quite an interesting point. We said it. Yeah. We <laughs> said, <isn't> yeah. It? <laughs> Very good point. Yeah. It, it's a good reminder. So for you to gain your focus, what, what actually helped? So we actually took a full week off so, and this is what we recommend a lot of people do. We recommend this to our clients. I think we've talked about on podcasts in the past where we actually looked to see what we were doing. And we thought, I can't remember what the moment was, but we knew something had to change. Mm-hmm. And what we basically did was we looked at our diary and we set a week off, but it was like six weeks time, right? Because if you said to somebody, take a week off, you look <laughs> at your diary, already got meetings in and it's like ah, i can't take a week off <laughs> but we set it for six weeks time and in that whole six weeks we didn't book in any clients we didn't book in any meetings not in six that weeks time. in that week in yeah. six weeks time yeah. we didn't book in any clients or meetings or anything so when we came to that week it, we knew it was just completely empty and then we spent a full week on just pure business development we spoke to a few coaches we looked at what we really wanted to do and we just kind of refocused our brain we looked yeah. at our finances and worked out where our money was coming in from and if we wanted to reach our financial goals could we actually do it the way we were going and we couldn't basically <laughs> so that's when we kind of mapped out our scalable product our atomic membership and we took a full week just to kind of plan that mm-hmm. because I don't think you can do it in like an hour or a day yeah. or a couple of days. Exactly. You need to sleep on it a lot of the time. Because otherwise you just kind of get carried away and you're just like plodding along until one day you realize 10 years down the line, like what the hell have I been doing? Yeah. Um, if, we, if, we, if you, what we'd recommend for a lot of businesses, um, they don't ha- they don't make any time to work on themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just doing client work all the time. Like, where we have at least one or two days, it's sometimes like three or four days in a week where we just work on our own business. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just producing content for ourselves. We are just doing a project for ourselves. We're improving our funnel that day. That day, we've got a whole day spent on Facebook ads. This day, we've got a whole day improving our Atomic membership site 
sales page, et cetera, et cetera. Even just like times to be creative yeah. and allowing yourself that kind of time. Yeah. Because if you don't take time to improve your business and work on it, then you're just going to be doing the same thing forevermore. Mm-hmm. And if we ever need a boost, we still do those business holidays and we'll book them out. Yeah. And we'll um, take that time. Mm. I love how you call it a business holiday. Yeah, business holidays. Like you you mentioned social media marketing world um, before as well. That's another um, example. Like go to events and get inspired. Mm. So we love, we absolutely love social media marketing world because we always come back refreshed and we always have some kind of goal or something we want to work out while we're at social media marketing world. We took a week off after social media marketing world. Um, to go to LA and just like chill out and brainstorm and mm-hmm. just just get clear on what we wanted to do after it. You get all inspired and then you go back home and then you just kind of do the same thing you've been doing. I love that. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. good, right? You need that, to take time yeah. to refresh and, mm-hmm. and that's to a actually big lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I underestimated the impact that would actually have on my world, literally. (laughs) And I could say, yes, I'm definitely going next year. And yes, I'm making sure I have that week afterwards to process. Because, you know, so much actually happened. (sighs) Mm -hmm. Mm, Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But a good crazy, but wow. Yeah. Amazing. So... I guess I really, really appreciate how much you've been sharing. It's really interesting to get your take on how you've been able to use the digital tools available to you to create the life that you have. What advice would you give to someone wanting to start their own business? They're ready to, they haven't quite taken the plunge yet. Um, okay, so there's a ton of advice. I'm trying to think about the use, most useful bit of yeah. advice we could give. I think maybe going back to what I said earlier about how I think when anyone sets up something new, the kind of gut instinct is to look to see what everyone else is doing in your market and duplicate that. Now, yes, there's probably some things that you're going to have to do the same, but always look to put your own spin on it so you're not just adding to the noise. So digital marketing, for example, what is something that everyone's doing? Email marketing, maybe, for example, building your email list. Yes, that's something that you should be doing. But then don't just do it exactly the same as everybody else. Don't make like your emails look like a carbon copy of someone else's in your industry. Don't have the same message as somebody else in your industry. Try to carve your own kind of path so you do stand out above everyone else. Hmm. Do you add anything to that, Pete? No, I think that's great. Like just just be unique. Be a, like be more of yourself. Let yourself into your brand more. I think when people try and start up as in a business, they try and hide behind a logo and they try and big themselves up and make them look as corporate and professional as possible mm-hmm. as kind of an open overcompensation um, because they may be nervous like about them set, setting up. I know we were. We looked to about 12 when we set up <laughs> our business. Now we're looking about 13. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> when when we first started started out, we would be like wearing suits and our website was the most corporate, boring thing you've ever seen. Um, and now it's like the complete opposite. 
So, and, and people resonate with it a lot more. And that's, that's, that's just who we are. So don't try and pretend to be someone you're not. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed our conversation and I look forward to maybe catching up again sometime soon. Yes. Definitely. I really enjoyed that. Thank, yeah, you, that for, really thank you for having us. Thank yeah, you for being so on much that show, Serena. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Woohoo. Bye. Thanks for listening. The best time for you to take action is now. Get out there and use digital for what it's intended for to make your life a better one.